hi. Um, oh, that was nice. I got a hi from over there as well. Okay, so for those of you who don't know me, I'm Lily, and I work with the young people here. Um, I'm also a full-time student. I study illustration and visual media at the University of Arts in London. It's great fun. And, very important, I have a mild obsession with stars, <laughs> which is very handy this time of year because they are everywhere I turn. Lighting up the shop windows, hanging on the trees, on the top of trees, at the back of church. And coincidentally, that is also my focus for today. So, Christmas now is a time filled with seeing family, presents, a flurry of busyness, uh, Christmas trees, stars on trees, decorating trees, or, if you're anything like my family, seeing which child can get their angel the highest on the tree. Charlotte still thinks it's her. It isn't. <laughs> um, sometimes amongst all of this, though, it can be very easy to forget what the star represented or the impact that the angels had on the Christmas story. Um, the Gospels each recount the night that Jesus was born, um, talking about the star leading the Magi, the angels calling the shepherds, lighting the way to the first Christmas. When I was writing this, I knew I wanted to look at the light of Christmas uh, and the light of the world and the significance it has in our lives and what that means for us years later. Of course, John's Gospel can say it better than I can, so I'm going to ask Louise to come and uh, read John 1, 1 to 14 for us. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light, he came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those right to become children of God, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you. Okay, so in John 1, 1 to 5, we've read and have just heard that Jesus came into the world as the light of the world. And it is little wonder that a bright star revealed where he could be found. After all, he was and still is the light. The star is also a holy symbol of prophecies fulfilled. So when we see those stars, we can remember the prophecies of the Old Testament fulfilled in Jesus' birth that first Christmas. It is wonderful that we have so many lights burning brightly during the Christmas season. Not only are they very pretty, and a lot of fun to look at. But they're also reminders in a bleak, dark world that there is a true light that shines upon all of mankind. He came to be the light. John 1.9 says the true light that gives light to everyone 
was coming into the world. That first Christmas, the true light of the world came to give us hope and joy and peace. And when we open our hearts to him, the light of that hope, that joy and that peace can come into our lives. Um, so I'm just going to suggest that we have just a bit